Wake up, sleepy heads. It's body time, yeah! everybody it's your buddy rick again driving to work it's 6 10 in the morning and the blue unicorn is back in action and i wanted to say that you can kind of tell already that uh, seasons are starting to change on us a little bit because it's still kind of dark this morning so uh this first day i've kind of really realized that uh we're starting to see that change happen which is good for me because i'm not a, really a fan of summertime i like a little cooler weather so getting into fall just makes me a little happier I, I like it to be a little brisk so uh, looking forward to that uh, got a lot of requests and stuff today so that's gonna be fun uh, don't really have a whole lot of news I didn't really get to watch anything it's been a busy week but that's okay we'll have a show anyways uh, first thing I want to talk about I, I, <laughs> there is some news I want to talk about that I don't know I may make some people mad here I don't know but uh, it seems like uh, our social justice team or whatever has had a huge victory by uh, you know changing the box that the uh, animal crackers come in right so if you remember back in the day you get the box of animal crackers and it had all the circus animals and they were like in a cage right well now they're no longer in a cage they freed the animals I'm sorry, folks, but this is the most ridiculous thing I've really ever heard. I, I can't believe that this is an issue, that we're worried about fictitious animals being freed from a cage. I'm surprised they don't stop making the cookies the shapes of animals because pr we're promoting killing and eating animals. I just, it, it, it's, it's mind-numbingly dumb. Um, and again, I don't want to make anybody mad out there if this is a big issue for you, but come on. We're saving some cartoon animals from being in a cage when we got other issues in this world that are much, much bigger problems. And this is the kind of things that people are focused on. So it just tells me right there that as a country, we've had it too, go too good for way too long because these are the kind of things that we feel like are issues. So, uh... And again, uh, this is just me on this stance because, you know, there's a lot of other things we could battle, you know, just world hunger, things like that, instead of saving cartoon animals. Which brings me to another story that I'm really fond of, where uh, it's just, again, it just shows how idiotic we are sometimes. There was a guy that tried to sue Captain Crunch because... He believes that, uh, or they believe, I don't know if it was a he or not, they believe that the crunch berries are false advertisement because they're not real berries. So, so this guy decides to sue Captain Crunch because of false advertisement because crunch berries are not real berries. What's great about this was it actually did go to court and the judge pretty much just threw the case out immediately saying that well, first off, you're trying to sue a cartoon character. And not to mention, I've never even heard of a Crunchberry tree for these berries to grow on. So, yeah, I don't know that you really have a leg to stand on. That's just how ridiculous we're getting, people. <laughs> Suing Captain Crunch. Yeah. My kind of people. Yeah. Awesome. Let's see, what else can we do here? Oh, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and do an 80s song of the day. We may do a couple here. Uh, this one, one of my favorite 80s songs. And, you know, I may catch a little a little flack here because I happen to really like Rick Springfield. Um, 
sure it was poppy, sure the girls thought he was, you know, all that, and he was kind of a pipe icon or a teen icon at the time, but you know what, dude could rock, and uh, I tell you, I would much rather have Rick Springfield as a teen idol compared to some of the stuff we have now, because at least the dude, you know, picked up a guitar and played, but um, this song in particular is one of my favorites, um, this was actually written by Sammy Hagar, and you can hear it. If you took this song and you put Sammy Hagar's voice in there, you'd be like, oh yeah, I can absolutely hear that. So Sammy wrote this song. Rick Springfield did it. I think this song just rocks. Absolutely rocks. So go ahead, grab that knob or slide your screen over and turn that volume up a little bit because we're going to do some I've Done Everything For You by Rick Springfield. Yeah, y'all! song is awesome man uh, it, it just it rocks you know um, I'm hoping that uh, not maybe they have I'm a little disconnected here but you know some of these recordings I wish they would go back and, and bump them up a little bit you know what I mean some remastering um, the, these copies I have are, are dirt old but uh, I would love to hear those kind of remixed or, or just remastered bumped up a little bit a little more bass in them that would be awesome and I think it would really showcase, again, just, you know, some of what was going on. We may do another Rick Springfield song here in a little bit. Who knows? The mic was turned the wrong way. So you probably didn't hear any of that very well. Anyways, we'll see what happens. All right, let's, let's get to some requests here. Let's do some questions and answer stuff here. Um, first off, I'll tell you what, let's go ahead. RJ McCready. It says, uh, says, hey, Rick, how about some Rainbow since you've been gone? Absolutely, man. Another great 80s tune. We'll go ahead and throw that one in there right now. This goes out to my buddy RJ. I tell you what, let's go ahead and send it out to Dan Bone, too. Another buddy of mine. And uh, he agreed on the Rainbow song. So here we go. Since you've been gone, Rainbow, crank her up.
song but, you know it's one of those songs that you know kind of makes you happy and you kind of sing along but really it's kind of a dark song lyrically so it's just one of those wonderful mixes of emotions right there it's in a glass case of emotion <laughs> uh dan bone the guy that kind of requested and also he's a buddy of mine from uh the podcast on haunted hill which is a show you need to check out great great show one of the early shows i checked out as a podcaster and um He's on something. I got some news about Dan here in a minute uh, that we'll talk about closer to the end of the show. But uh, got the experience to kind of work with him a little bit, and we'll talk about that in a minute. It was it's fantastic. But anyways, he says, uh, "What is the weirdest thing that you've seen on your commute to and from to work? Not necessarily spooky, but just plain weird." Well, you know, for me. I don't really see much weird stuff. I see a lot of, you know, farm equipment. I see a lot of just rednecks driving around with crap hanging out of the back of their trucks. And the occasional, you know, dodging a, a Amish buggy from time to time. I do see some weird buggies and stuff that they use. Um, I did see an Amish using a gas-powered lawnmower the other day. I thought that was kind of weird because, you know, that's kind of against the rules. But, hey, you know, rules are made to be broken. But I kind of have to say the weirdest thing I've ever seen, and this is not on my way back and forth to work, but this was on my way driving across to going to Texas. And in Arkansas, me and a buddy of mine, uh, Dave Foster was with me, David Foster, good friend of mine. We went to our, our first uh, Texas Fright Bear together. And on the way there, we saw this white pickup truck. <laughs> and uh, on the tailgate, I'm trying to figure out how this guy explained to the artist what he wanted. But uh, on the tailgate, we saw a painting of this truck driving past a little river or whatever, and this gigantic Jesus coming up out of the water. So the truck's like like it would almost fit in Jesus' hand is that little compared to him coming up out of the water. I don't know if it's just the context of what I was seeing or the fact of the juxtaposition of 
the difference between the size of Jesus and the truck. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it was really weird. Really, really weird. I'll tell you what. I'm going to put a picture that I actually took a picture of this when we saw it. I'm going to put it on the, the Facebook page. So if you want to see what this looks like, just go to the Facebook page. You'll see it on there. Go ahead and leave some remarks if you want to. It's pretty amazing. But amazing is a word that I'm using because I can't find anything else to describe it. <laughs> uh, so that would have to be probably the weirdest thing I've ever seen because, uh, just because. All right, let's see what we got. Oh, my buddy Michael Skelton. Uh, you know what? Real good musician, good buddy of mine. Uh, used to follow us around back in the day when I was playing in some local bands. Uh, we're even related down the road there somewhere. But uh, he piped in. He said he wanted to hear Shadow Boxing by Extreme. Man, you know, you and I, we always talked about Extreme 3, that album. That's actually uh, Waiting for the Punchline, is that album. That's the fourth one. And uh, it's an oddball album. I think a lot of people didn't like it, but me and Mike both thought it was just brilliant. So uh, here's one of the songs off of that. This is Shadow Boxing. Goes out my buddy Michael Skelton. There you go, buddy.
mean, that, that whole album is really different for them. It's really more raw sounding and uh, just a real good punch in the face, man. And uh, also, you got uh, this is where they had to change drummers. The original drummer had left, and they got Mike Mangini to play drums. So there's some phenomenal drum playing. If you don't know who Mike Mangini is, he's the guy that's now playing with Dream Theater. And. Uh, broke a lot of world records with you know just how fast his hands and feet are feats <laughs> his feet are really fast uh, so yeah I mean this is a, a great great album so a lot of people when they think of extreme they think of just you know the the ballads that they did that came out you know but that was that time period where you either had the big ballad or you didn't have anything but I'm telling you these guys actually rocked so uh, do yourself a favor and go pick up any of the first four albums for sure incredible stuff got another request here from my buddy Andrew Burgess uh, another great musician young guy he's actually playing a band with his dad and uh, Andrew gets up and jams with us from time to time uh, you know it's always great to see him get up and jam he's really really good so uh, let's see what did he want to he wanted to hear uh, so many tears by Dokken absolutely man he knows I'm a big Dokken fan he is too so Every time we get together, we're always trying to talk about some docking stuff, some lynch. So here we go, man. Andrew, this goes out for you, man. So many tears from docking.
yeah, man. I love me a lot of docking. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't pick something like Kiss of Death or something like that. But so many tears. Hey, great tune, man. Let's see here. My buddy Gary Hill uh, has sent in a request, too. I'm going to try to read this and drive. It may be a little dangerous, folks, so let's see what happens. It says, uh, hey, Rick, this is Gary from Cinema Beef. I have ran through all the episodes, and nobody has their finger on the pulse of how to have a stress-free commute quite like you. Well, you know, except when I'm trying to, you know, read and drive at the same time. <laughs> uh, where am I at? I have a question and a request. What is your favorite film that was supposedly made for children that just messed you up and probably not for children consumption? Uh, mine is Return to Oz. Man, I tell you what, <laughs> that's a messed up movie, man. Uh, that's kind of a hard one because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that kind of blurs that line. Uh, I, I would almost have to think Return to Oz because you're taking something that every kid kind of grew up on. Families even think it's family friendly. But, man, that movie is warped. It's like Ken Russell decided to do Wizard of Oz. <laughs> that's kind of what it's like. Uh, another one would be Never Ending Story, man. There's some stuff in that that is traumatizing. So, uh, either one of those would kind of be my pick as well, Gary. So, those are both very bothersome movies. I'm sure there's some other ones I'm overlooking right now, but hey, it's 6.24 in the morning. I'm not going to be thinking correct. Uh, you could almost throw Gremlins in there as well. Uh, th those were quite terrifying for kids. All right, let's see what else we got here. It says, uh, uh, Dorothy's back from Oz, and they give her shock treatments. What? Then it just goes into the weirdness that was in the books but not on the screen uh, until this film. That's very true. It's absolutely bonkers. My request is anything from Dream Theater. It says, I have to think a guy like you can think of something and people will love and maybe turn them into and turn them on to them. Anyways, much love and drive safe. Well, <laughs> that's a lot to read while I'm driving. So, if, if I have a crash, it's probably your fault, Gary. <laughs> no, man, just kidding. Yeah, Dream Theater. You know, we were just talking about Mike Mangini. Uh, he ended up in that role. Uh, they kind of got rid of the original drummer and got Mangini to play drums with him. And um, I don't know, man. Uh, Dream Theater is a mixed bag for me as well. Um, there's a lot of stuff I really like. And then there's some stuff where they just really get out there and try to show you how awesome they are musician-wise. And even as a musician, I'm like, yeah, I don't get it, you know. But, hey, whatever floats your boat. But there is some great tunes. Um, so, yeah, I tell you what, uh, I'm going to pick something off of Octavarium. And I, I tell you, I'm just going to open with the, the opening track, uh, The Root of All Evil. Nice heavy hitter. Uh, some good vocal performances. Great playing. Yeah, let's do that. Crank it up, man. This is, this is a rocker. Here you go, folks. The Root of All Evil, Dream Theater, crank her up!
yeah, man, good stuff, good stuff. And like I said, they're they're kind of a mixed bag. You know, you you get a, a lot of different stuff from them. And some people like that. That's fine. Let's see, uh, what else can we do? Oh, let's. I tell you what, I'm gonna do another Rick Springfield song because I said I was going to. Um, this one is uh, a little different to me. This one is like it's part hard rock song like this could almost be like a hair metal song at points and it's even got this weird creepy voice thing in the middle of it it's really creepy but then the chorus is like super pop it's like sugary super pop you know so this is a weird mix of a song but i absolutely love it i think the production on this is pretty wonderful for the time so uh, this is a affair of the heart rick springfield affair of the heart here we go
right, guys, before we, before we close out here for this episode, I hope you've had a good time, but uh, just kind of wanted to talk about something that's going on. Uh, I just released the newest episode of House of Wax, and I really changed the format. I think we talked about it a little bit last time, but the episode is out there, so you need to check that out. If you're not following House of Wax, just you know, jump on Facebook, join the group, and uh, we're really taking this show a different direction. And like I said before, a good buddy of mine, Mark Allison, kind of made the light bulb come on in my head of what to do with this. So what I've done is I created a, a radio show out of this. So instead of it being a podcast or it's just me babbling on about how much I love a movie, we turned it into a show. It's it's like tur- turning in, you know, tuning into your favorite TV show and seeing what happens from episode to episode. That's the idea with this. And um, the story is, is my show gets hijacked and uh, taken over by the mob, and they decide they don't want it to be a podcast. They want it to be a show like the old Elvira show or your old creature feature shows back in the day. And it just constantly falls apart because, you know, they're not really concerned about how good the show is. They're just using it as a cover-up for something, which I haven't determined what that is yet. But that's the whole premise. And the great thing about it is... It's not just me doing a bunch of voices. I'm getting other people involved from Horophilia Network and then also Legion Podcast. Or if anybody else wants to get involved. If you're listening to this and you're a podcaster, or if you're not a podcaster and you've got a decent sounding rig, you know, a microphone and stuff, and you want to do some voices for some characters, hey, just send me an email right here. You can sit right here to Under My Wheels, even though it's for another show. You can still contact me and say, hey, I would love to, you know, you know do a character or something. And basically what happens is I write out the lines, I email them to you, you record them on your own device, you send them to me, they go in the show. And uh, it's really made for an interesting show. And to start off, I had some great people involved to get this thing kicked off, and I couldn't be happier with it. It's, it's a lot of fun. But uh, like I said earlier, I got Dan Bone from Podcast on Haunted Hill doing a couple of characters which is just phenomenal they're they're fantastic i got my buddy the witch from the witch versus the doomsday clock doing some voices which was hilarious uh my great friend jamie j sammons from abc's of hidden horror and 25 other shows (laughs) she's just everywhere and uh she got to do a a part that just really stands out so I, i appreciate her helping as well and also a couple of gentlemen from the horror field as well uh, Dave Z, which is, you know, one of my podcasting heroes. So it's, it's just a, you know, a great chance to get to work with him. And uh, Jerry Colombo from the Horror Mafia podcast. Oh, Dave Z's from Exploding Heads. And, of course, Banana Laser. And he's on ABC's of Hidden Horror as well. He's on too many shows that he can handle, too. So um, I appreciate them taking the time to be involved and uh, help me make this happen. Because without them, it would be pretty boring. So, uh, and also, I got uh, one of my good friends, Jacob Candidate, involved, and uh, he does, uh, you know, just some really—I don't want to say bad imitations. They're bad, but they're really good bad. If you've listened to the Hell Ming Power Hour, you've heard him all through the show. And uh, Mark Allison again from the Hell Ming, uh, being the director of the show, which is hilarious. It's perfect. And uh, then also I got my, my son-in-law and my daughter, uh, Jesse and Sierra Kavaleski, to, uh, to do some parts too. And it turned out really great, y'all. So if you're looking for something different that's not just a podcast, you need to check this out because it's, it's just like watching a show except it's just for your ears. It's like an old radio play. So you need to check that out. Uh, that's pretty much all I've had going on. I've been really busy. Uh, the band I'm playing with, which is named Midlife Crisis, are playing quite a bit so that's keeping me busy and we're having a blast just doing old 70s and 80s tunes so uh that's kind of what's going on i don't have much time to watch stuff right now but i will and we'll talk about it when i do or if you want if you have suggestions or questions or comments or song requests send them to me i'd be glad to play them right here this is your show i'm just the one blabbing right so yeah Send all that information to me. You can do it on the Facebook page. I usually put out a post out there saying, hey, I'm needing questions and comments. You can post them there. You can send them to the email, which is under my wheels. Podcast. I can't even remember what it is anymore. You know what it is. 
uh, under my wheels pod at gmail.com. I believe that's what it is. But uh, yeah, be glad to take that information, turn it into a show. Uh, I think that's going to be it for this episode, guys. So hey, take care of yourselves, be careful, and you know, just like always, keep her between the lines. <laughs>